0: Top five DOA. It's Run the Jewels, Mob Deep, Outcast Kid and Play, and Keenan and Kale. <laughs> Can we talk about quitting your job, your relationship, your marriage, quitting your plans, school, etc., and starting over? Let's get into it. Greetings, Earthlings. It is me. I come in pieces. Dosage is so small, you can detect me in your feces. Ew. (laughs) I'm sorry, I just had to spit that rhyme real quick. My my old rap career just won't let me live. (laughs) Welcome, first-time listeners, and welcome back, non-first-time listeners. We have another Keeping It Real episode of Can We Talk About... It is I, your host, Marcus of the one and literally only Multitapper, aka The Green Ranger, aka the Pink Starburst, aka Mr. Bombastic and the Fantastic Something, something something on the turkey roll. <laughs> Every single one of my Jamaican relatives are heartbroken right now. <laughs> I'm sorry, y'all. It's y'all fault though for not teaching me right. <laughs> Anyway, today's topic is another multi-layer, no easy way of putting it or looking at it kind of subject. And as with a lot of other things that I've talked about, it's subjective and it's entirely up to you on how you define these terms and what you choose to tolerate and how long you choose to accept it. Um, It's never easy. I've been an adult for like three years. (laughs) So in my my amateur level of experience, I've learned that anytime you have to make a decision that has weight, like anything that basically consumes your time, um, whether it's dating, romantic relationships, marriage, your job, um, who to keep around, who to cut off friendships, like whatever it is. It's never easy to make that decision to quit that situation and start over. Especially if, like, when it comes to a person, especially if that person, like, means something to you or meant something to you. Like, of course it's easy if, you know, that's that's a nobody in your life. We do that every day. But you know what I mean. But especially dating, too. Like, I shared something on Facebook the other day that basically said, it's hard to go from a five-year relationship to what's your favorite color. <laughs> like, I don't see how y'all do it, man. I-, I can't stand basic small talk. Like, I can tolerate it with people I know because I know it's coming from a genuine place. Like my close friends who ask me how I'm doing, but like random people you don't know, like no, nah, man. Give me give me the headline or tell me what the cuss you want. <laughs> But anyway, um, I can't remember what inspired me to talk about this subject or who inspired me. So if you're listening to this, I'm sorry if you inspired me and I didn't mention it. Um, I give you a shout out anyway. Hi, somebody. (laughs) That's my good deed for the day. Um, I know I know more than a few people who are dedicated to. A few unsavory scenarios that they refuse to end for reasons I don't understand. And I don't have to. Like, I'm not those people. If that's what they're willing to tolerate, and you're going to hear me use that word a lot in this episode. But if that's what they're willing to tolerate to get to what or wherever they're trying to get to or go, then that's on them. But it it's it's hard to watch when you care about somebody. So it's hard to watch your friend continue to waste their time and energy and natural resources in a romantic relationship on an individual who can't even meet the minimum satisfactory requirements to fulfill their current position. Like, just quit, fam. <laughs> <laughs> but that goes for both of y'all. Like, you know, that goes for that person, whoever it is that's not meeting those minimum requirements and they know they aren't. So- just, just give up the position. And that goes for whoever's enabling them to do it. And if you're my friend and you're listening to this and you you are actually in one of these um unsavory situations. Why well, do I keep saying unsavory? It makes me feel like I'm cooking. But <laughs> if you're my friend and you're in one of these unsatisfactory situations, whether it's your relationship or your job, especially if it's your relationship and that individual isn't meeting their requirements or fulfilling your needs in any way, then quit, quit that individual. (laughs) But anyway, I'm not here to judge. I just want to encourage those who are considering quitting or starting over and afraid of taking that first step and those who have taken that first step, but are considering walking backward. And of course, to share my personal experiences and tell a little bit of my story And if it inspires you to dump that no good, low down, dirty dog (laughs) or quit that low paying, miserable customer service job or challenge yourself by starting today and not Monday, then, you know, I'm glad to help. But I expect my 10 percent of your check to be in my cash app (laughs) by the end of the session. (laughs) I want your grits money. That's Dr. Umar or whatever his name is. I call him (laughs) Umeezy. But anyway, as I've mentioned in other episodes, um, last year after 12 years in an industry I later despised, I finally had enough and I quit. I don't know how this action was received by my peers, mostly because I don't care, (laughs) but I know how it can look. Like, that's a lot of experience to walk away from, especially to go into an industry that may not even last or won't really be beneficial for a long time, like for society as a whole. Um, It wasn't an easy decision. Like I said, anytime it has weight, you're going to feel it. But when you've had enough, you've had enough. Just like I explained in the prioritizing you episode about the bully situation, like it's no different here. So I assume people who refuse to walk away from bad situations just haven't had enough yet. But that's not fair. That's not fair, though. That's not fair to those people and people who want to walk away but can't out of fear. And that's understandable. Like if a woman sacrifices herself and her career to be a dedicated wife and mother to what she later finds out an abusive man Like she may not be able to leave that element for several reasons. Like the husband is a good provider. She has nowhere to go. The husband has good benefits. So the kids are able to get all their medical needs met. Um, She sacrificed her career. So, you know, there's nothing for her to fall back on as far as like bringing in income. There's a lot of reasons. Absolutely. You can't quit your job right now because you haven't found something else. You can't quit because, you know, or you think, you know, you won't be able to make what you're making right now anywhere else. You won't quit because you're close to getting a promotion. And if you leave, you know, you'll have to start from the bottom again. Like all of that's understandable. But what does that mean? What does it mean to stay, though? Like, what does it mean for you? Like for that marriage It means you have to subject yourself to more abuse to a point where you're so internally broken that you start to blame yourself. Like, maybe you deserve this. It probably means you're going to suffer from depression and a whole array of anxieties. It probably means you're going to forget who you once were and you're going to spend a lot of time crying. Like What does it mean to stay in that job? What does it mean? for you to stay in that job. It means you're going to instantly feel annoyed when your alarm goes off. I mean, everybody feels that, but like when you go, when you have to go to a job that you hate it, it's worse. It means you're going to dread going to work. It means you're also going to suffer from depression, just like that marriage, like and a whole host of anxieties. And you're going to be subjected to more corporate abuse and you're going to spend time crying in your car. Like, they sound similar because they somewhat are. And these these are just examples. And even though they, you know, they might sound extreme, like I've witnessed and I've been a part of both scenarios. Sometimes fear can help you to survive. But so can faith. I ain't come here to preach to y'all tonight. <laughs> but you know ha, there's a God somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, but. Both can equally be scary, like maintaining under fear and walking out on faith. They both can equally be, you know, just as as terrifying, like we all have an irrational fear of the unknown at some point in our lives. Like, I don't care how devout you are in your selected religion or how confident you are. In your own abilities to turn things around like hypothetical thoughts have real estate in each of our minds, some of us more than others. And depending on the person, it fuels each of us differently. Some of us become more paranoid, overly cautious and afraid to walk outside, walk out the front door. Some become more determined and driven to not see that hypothetical result like ever come to fruition. Some people just give into it like they feel like it's whatever, like whatever they do is going to happen anyway, you know, so they don't try to change it or they don't try to go against it. But you're still in control, like it's still up to you, like we do have free will regardless of whether you want to believe it or not. It's only up to you, though, to assess your own situation. Also, like nobody else, therapy can't help you i mean it can help you and your therapist if they if you have a good therapist that asks the right questions and presents the right solutions or makes you question yourself in the right kind of way like it'll help but at the same time it's still on you Your therapist can't make a decision for you. Your therapist can't say, well, you know, based on this session, I'm requiring you to break up with that, you know, leave that relationship you're in. Because if you can't, then I can no longer see you or whatever. But like your friends, your family, like only you can consult with yourself and ask yourself, is this what I want? I think people amaze themselves every day by what they're able to accomplish. When they set out to do something and they actually achieve it. And I think it's important to experience those wins, whether big or small. Like you need to see those tally marks. Otherwise, it will be a self-fulfilling prophecy and you'll be stuck on a level of maintaining that so many people are stuck on. And they're settling for two days off and a couple days of paid vacation and a free coffee mug. Or they're settling for just having someone around, even if that person doesn't care about them. Or they're settling because they want to tell their friends that they're married and they want to flex on social media. But when social media isn't looking like you actually aren't happy in that marriage at all. I'm currently in a good position as far as what I'm willing to tolerate from any job, person or relationship. I know I'll mention Again, that word tolerate, I know I I said I was going to say that a lot. So I mentioned that earlier, but it all comes down to it all comes down to prioritizing you. It all comes down to what you're willing to tolerate on a daily basis. Like what you're willing to tolerate will dictate how you make decisions in your life. So quitting and or starting over is based on individuals and individuals tolerance. If you can tolerate being in a relationship that, you know, you're not happy with the person or persons you're dedicated to aren't equally dedicated to you, but they pay you enough attention and they occasionally buy you stuff like that's enough for you. And it's within what you're able to tolerate. So that's then that's you. Nobody else has to understand that or tolerate it themselves or judge you for it. But usually people do judge you for it. And like while they're judging you for it, they're being subjected to their own level of um, indecency at a dead end job that stresses them out with a boss who abuses his or her powers and the coworkers who get rewarded but don't do half the work that you do and so on and so forth. So. I really think you should quit your job. (laughs) I said all of that to say that. No, I'm just playing. But if you want an outside opinion, I'm probably the worst person to talk to. (laughs) Because I'm always willing to quit, man. Like, I'm that friend that has a new job every year. There are a lot of us in this millennial generation because we're just not willing. We're just not with tolerating the BS we saw our parents go through and what we saw our peer and what we see our peers go through, like all of that for what exactly like 40,000 a year and some decent benefits. Nah, gee, (laughs) like I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that at the age that I'm at 12. (laughs) I'm over that. But for me and people like me, it's hardly about instability. We're not getting fired from these jobs. We're quitting. So it's not, oh, you can't keep a job. Like, it's I don't want to. (laughs) Because the truth is, I find no value in working for somebody else for 45 years just to spend my remaining three years alive sitting in the house. Like, I know that's an exaggeration, but you know what I mean? Like, I use jobs to create opportunities in my life. I use them to my advantage to pay rent and buy a car and buy groceries and collectibles and all of the fun stuff I like to buy. And then when they become too much for me to tolerate and the ends don't justify the means or whatever that means, (laughs) like then I'm out, fam. Like that's just what it is. I don't apply that same logic to friendships and romantic relationships, but at the same time. It's the same basic concept. Like, why would you stay with someone who you don't even find acceptable? Because they have moments every now and again. I mean, I don't know. I've never been in that situation. This is honestly why I'm single. Because I'm not willing to be miserable. And I've said this on Facebook a few times. A lot of people in romantic relationships or marriages just seem so miserable. And I know... I know it doesn't have to be that way. So I'm not operating out of fear. I'm not saying I stay single because I'm afraid I'm going to be miserable like everybody else. I'm operating out of faith. I'm saying I'm staying single because I want, deserve, and I believe there's better for me. And until I get that, I'm not settling down with anyone, with any company or anything. Like fear or faith, they're both they both take a level of dedicated tolerance. There's this picture on the internet of two men digging, and like one man is close to all the diamonds and he's turning around, like he's made a lot of progress in his digging, but he decided to turn around and the other one is still digging, but is a little further away. I'll say this there's a difference between quitting and and quitting to start over. That diamond mine represents our goals. Financial stability, happiness, inner peace. Like all the things we really value, that's that's what that is. That's what you're digging toward. What it doesn't represent is the bad relationship you're holding on to, or the stressful job that you won't leave. And you hope that if you keep digging, you'll get to all those things you value through your troubled situation. If you dig for a long time and quit and put away your little shovel and pickaxe and go home, in my opinion, there's no happy ending in that for you. Like you've accepted that age old philosophy of it is what it is. And this is what it's going to be. But if you dig and quit to start digging from somewhere else, And you're determined to keep digging, even as from a different spot or different angle. You dig until you reach those things you really value. That is the point. That is the point of quitting that job. That's the point of leaving that marriage. That's that's the point of that artistic piece. Don't be discouraged to quit or start over. Like, as long as you keep digging, you'll find your diamond. Then again, art is subjective. (laughs) Thank you all for listening. Like, love, share, sub, rub-a-dub-dub. Peace.